This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. So I'm talking to Mpo Sequele. She is the founder of Sintu Online, and she's just she's someone I met when a group of Wharton faculty this summer went to South Africa to meet with entrepreneurs and business leaders and government people. And she was just telling us a little bit about her background growing up in South Africa, and as she described it, it was a colorful background. Uh, but then she found herself last summer at Dartmouth, and she went to Sylvania um, to learn different kinds of things. And now she's back in Cape Town in South Africa. Africa, and she is an entrepreneur, and she's founded two different kinds of endeavors. Let's talk about Sintu Online. So, like, who are your partners on the platform? How how did you get people to, you know, how did you get the product on the platform? I know you said you've had this experience, but can you unravel it a little for us and tell us exactly how you did that? Okay, so I work with... Uh, five brands so far that I've partnered up with and they're all emerging brands um, that I owned by young women um, on the ground. So how I select them, it's based on their experience. How long have they had their businesses? So it's primarily businesses that have been trading locally within South Africa. Um, they've had some sort of traction, but they just don't have an international distribution channel um, at all. So they produce exclusive ranges for our platform. And we give them the distribution channel to sell globally instead of just spacing it locally. And then how do you get people to log on to your website? And Which, by the way, let's say it again, it's called Sintu Online, correct? So it's www.sintuonline.com. So it's S-I-N-T-U online.com. So Sintu Online is one word, dot com. So people can find us on Facebook, um, Instagram, on Instagram, it's into online slash shop African heritage. They can also find us on Twitter as well. Um, yeah, those are the platforms. And we also do pop-up events and exhibitions. Um, actually on my way to Chicago to attend the African Festival of Arts this weekend, this long weekend Labor Day. And they've got all sorts of activities happening around, um, um, promoting African culture and so forth. So those are some of the platforms that um, our products will be available. So have you found that there's growing interest? I mean, like just as an example, as I mentioned, we at Wharton um, sent a dozen faculty there because there's a lot of interest, at least at our business school, in thinking about the African market and what that means and what that culture is. Have you noticed even in the time you've been working that there's growing interest in, in that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think... Um, Tech is one of those that's going to be the ultimate equalizer. I think more people are being exposed to um, what Africa is like authentically as opposed to perhaps the traditional media platforms that we've been exposed to. Um, Africa is a very young continent, um, so there's definitely a lot of interest in terms of the next frontier when it comes to labor opportunities and so forth. Um, Not only that, we've improved our our infrastructure in in a big way. Um, We're becoming better at how we govern our our governments in in all the different um, big countries that that you would know. Um, I think another big phenomenon, I mean, we've seen it earlier this year, when Black Panther came out and it evoked so much emotion in terms of yeah. advancing the African narrative and the whole Africa Rise narrative. So I think definitely there's, there's, there's a shift in that sense that um, 
people want to know more, but they want authentic stories. They want to know what 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 is it? What what is it about Africa? But not necessarily what has been traditionally um, been shared in the past. So, can you tell us a little bit more about what's authentic on your site? And what are the? And you gave us an example of one product, but what else can people find if they go online to Sintu online and and discover what your platform offers? Um, they can find beautiful kids wear. So uh, I found that a lot of platforms only offer um, products that are catered at your ladies' wear market and, and, and men's to some extent. But we've got some ranges uh, for kiddies and babies as well, um, where, again, with each and every garment, a story is being told about why that romper is designed that way, or this is a generally a granny's favorite in the African <laughs> context or the South African context. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's a nice way to, to, to buy gifts for your little ones as well and something you can keep and, and educate them about in the future, you know. And so what has been the response? Have you like talked to your customer? You said you come to the U.S. Have you met some of the people who go online? And uh, what? Yes, I have. So the, 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 the response has been uh, quite good. I mean, we've only been live for three months. So, I mean, for, for the amount of time that we've been live, we've managed to have traction in our um, ideal target markets, which has been the U.S. and U.K. and South Africa specifically. So we have managed to have... Um, sales in those markets and the response certainly like a lot of people the feedback that they, they, they they've sent us is that what they've loved was the 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 packaging that they receive with the product that it's it's special occasion they get a lovely box that's um, gift wrapped and they get a little handwritten note inside that tells them what the product is about and which is the product narrative that I, I shared with you early so for them that has been such a pleasant surprise that it feels so personal and so unique that um, they'd want to buy again. Are you part of a community of other African entrepreneurs who are trying to do different things to bring Africa? Yes. So can you yes. tell us a little bit so, about that community? So not only the Man- Mandela Washington Fellowship is one example that I gave you, um, but there's also another community that I'm part of. It's called the Tony Elumelu uh, Fellowship. Um, it's, it's founded by um, a, a Nigerian businessman, Tony Elumelu, and he actually sponsors um, African entrepreneurs from all the different countries with seed capital. But the criteria is that their businesses need to either be in tech or agriculture, but the common thread needs to be innovation. How are we moving um, Africa forward in all the little ways that we are doing, but how how is it? How are business models innovative? How are they impacting people on the ground specifically? So yeah, that's the Tony Elumelu Foundation. Yeah. So can you tell us just a little? I mean, you explained your business, and it sounds it sounds very you know that's why I was interested to get you on. I love the sound of the business. I love the Bantu hikers. Yeah. I like all you're doing. But are, do you face some challenges or some frustrations? Uh, it, it's not easy doing what you're doing. I think it's definitely not easy. It's definitely not easy. Um, I mean, being in a tech space where again, it's still very much male dominated. Um, so. Also, getting the necessary support. I mean, one one finds that yes, you may have all this amazing retail experience and so forth. Brick and mortar is a different ball game altogether to take. So, I think some of the challenges on my side is where does one get the support? Not just financial support, but in terms of um, 
advisory sound boards, people that are subject matter experts when it comes to tech related issues and 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 so far I've found that in a small community called uh, Silicon Cape. So they've been absolutely amazing to us in terms of exposing us to different networks um, that are available and different opportunities. I think that's how I came about to meet you even, Barbara. Oh, I see. (laughs) Yes, it was part of the Silicon Cape Initiative, Yeah, which is another community that's doing amazing things. And so when you come to, you said you're coming to the United States, you're coming to Chicago. Are you just going to Chicago or what, what else will you be doing? I mean, coming all the way over here, I, I imagine you'll stay here more than a couple of days. You know, I'll be there for two weeks. So the first week I'll be spending in Chicago and I'll hopefully be looking out for wonderful opportunities um, available elsewhere um, where we can share these stories or I can meet other amazing people that are doing similar work. Um, and hopefully touch base then. That'd be great, and we'd love it if you could maybe come back to Philadelphia and maybe interact with some of our students here and tell your story to our students. I would absolutely love that. I'd absolutely love that, given the opportunity. Um, Yeah. Well, I have an open diary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's very impressive what you're doing, especially, you know, the background and and seeing what Africa's like and what the potential for Africa is very exciting to be on that on that cutting edge, I think, um, and giving back to the community. Indeed. Yeah. So I I really appreciate your coming on the show tonight. And if you want to learn more about Mpo Sequela and her business, you can find her online at SintuOnline.com. Or as she said, you can follow her on Twitter at Sequel. It's spelled S-E-K-W-E-L. I really encourage you to go online and look at what, what she's doing with that and to understand more about about her. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.